0: This is Lit & Lucid, your after-work, de-stress, smoke, sesh podcast.
1: I'm your host, Lit.
0: And I'm your host, Lucid, and we're going to take you on a journey.
1: A journey to discover the truth and find the balance.
0: Every week, we get deep on those thought-provoking topics that ooze out of the cannabis universe.
1: But we also keep it real by illuminating important issues and people in today's culture.
0: So kick back,
1: consume your favorite cannabis products, and get cozy cozy in in the the Lit
0: Lit & Lucid Lucid lifestyle. lifestyle.
1: Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. What's up?
0: Happy Thanksgiving, everybody.
1: We are here. It's Thanksgiving and, you know, we had nothing better to do. So we thought we'd wake and bake, smoke a J and talk to you guys.
0: Yeah. So here we are, guys. We are here on Thanksgiving recording this episode on the morning of Thanksgiving, getting ready to release it all. So hopefully you'll have time to listen to it today. If not, it'd be a nice little reminiscent sound from A day filled with hopefully some fun and some good food and some good weed.
1: Yeah, you know what? I think there's a lot of people this today smoking weed. What do you think?
0: I think so. It's kind of a weird one. And I feel like more people are smoking weed now more than ever. So, like, Thanksgiving seems appropriate.
1: I think so. Definitely Thanksgiving. We'll be smoking today. What are you smoking?
0: Oh, well, I am smoking a turkey. Ooh. Yeah, kind of caught you off guard there, huh? Yeah, wasn't ready for that. Yeah, I had to get up early today, like 7 o'clock, to finish the last little stretch of turkey preparation and pull it out of the brine and slap her on the smoker.
1: Ooh, smoked turkey on the Traeger. That sounds dank.
0: Yeah, shout out the Traeger, holding it down, doing the cooking today, set it, and forget it. (laughs) There you go. Yeah, but speaking of smoking, what are you smoking?
1: You know, we did a little wake and bake just with the usual, just a, you know, half shitty J that we had from last night. But today I think we're going to do it a little bit bigger. You know, what do you you think?
0: You don't like the day old J?
1: You know, I do, but I don't.
0: It's got like that extra layer of like resin, rosin that's been caked. And yeah, I mean, it might still have some some good cannabinoids in there, but I don't know.
1: (laughs) Well, I think we're gonna keep it classy, and we're gonna smoke an Eureka vapor infused pre roll.
0: There we go. I'm down for that. Those things are powerful.
1: They're so powerful. It's like top shelf flour, a little bit of infused distillate, and it's so good. And it lasts all day. It's gonna last us the rest of the day.
0: That's true. They do smoke forever. You have to like, <laughs> you have to like temper yourself and your expectations with like trying to knock one of those down in a sesh because it's right. gonna take you like 15 minutes to to get that done with. So. I know COVID's around. I wouldn't really recommend inviting the neighbors, but when this is all done, you may have to invite the neighbors over to finish one off.
1: Yeah, that's our perfect party joint. You know, we can share it with, you know, friends and have it for the whole night. But sadly, we have no friends today. It's just us and our cats.
0: Just us and our cats. But I did hear that our neighbors next to us in Utah may have had some friendly out-of-this-world neighbor, visitor, friends come visit them and plant a monolith.
1: Oh, man. Did you guys see that? There was this trippy monolith that was planted in Utah. Nobody knows what it is.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's totally like the uh, the 2001 Space Odyssey monolith that Stanley Kubrick came up with. And it might have been Stanley. I don't know. It might have been Stanley just trying to, to remarket 2001 Space Odyssey. I mean, it is a great movie.
1: If you haven't checked that out, I highly recommend it. I also highly re- recommend it high.
0: Yeah, definitely high. And it's just like you zone out and you come back and it's like, what in the hell? What just happened? It's yeah.
1: like hours of I don't even know.
0: Yeah. And then you come back and it's just like, this is life. This is this is how we're living it. They totally captured the essence of life in a three hour film.
1: Oh, man, they totally did. But we did a poll on our Instagram, you know, asking people, is it aliens or is it art? And, you know, it it, it was tough. It was like 58, 43 To aliens versus
0: art. I mean, that like wins an election, right? 58 43, (laughs) that's a pretty good spread. So that's a pretty commanding lead there for aliens. I mean, I believe it. I think I'm going to go ahead and accept that as the winner of the election is aliens. It's
1: aliens. It's totally aliens. (laughs) Come on, people.
0: But, you know, out of all that, we did have a law firm that did vote. It was art. And I was always just thinking, you know, those darn law firms, man, those lawyers, they're always right. So it might. It might be art, guys. I don't know. It might be art. We're going to hold out. We're going to wait. We're not going to try to speculate. But right now, we're going to hold with the uh, the original winner, which was aliens.
1: Yeah. But, you know, the government, they came in and they're like, that's got to go. Whether it's aliens or it's art, you know, got to cover that shit up. It's got to go.
0: I know. It was kind of crazy. It was like, we're all having fun. And even the guys that found it that were supposed to be like hunting bighorn sheep or, or something, they were all stoked when they found it. And then a couple of days later, the government's like, we don't care. Even if like, you came from Centauri and dropped this monolith here, like, dude, you got to come back and remove it because that's federal property. <laughs> like, the, the things the government does. <laughs> oh, geez.
1: It'll make you crazy thinking yeah. about those things. That's
0: a buzzkill. They are the, like, the ultimate buzzkill.
1: They are for sure.
0: I know. We talk about another buzzkill is online censorship. And yep. I never thought that we'd come to this point. But I mean, we're here. I think we're here. I think we're right in the thick of it. And that's also another buzzkill. And it's something that we were made aware of, geez, now a year and a half ago, probably by our lovely friend, Miriam Hinein. And uh, we're going to have her back on because when she spoke to us back then, it was kind of a new topic to Lucy and I called techno fascism. And we were just like caught off guard. We didn't really understand what it was. And we've kind of spent the last few years now just like, kind of letting it all absorb, and it's become clear to us now that it's probably a thing. It's definitely a thing. Uh, Twitter is just like off the rails, just censoring everything now. I'm sure you can see all the different, um, you know, different messages that are all across all of our feeds now, and there's fact checkers, and fact check this, and fact check that, and uh, I mean, it's censorship. That's what it is, and, and Marion, like, made us aware of this. So we're going to bring her back on. We're going to talk about it, see what's going on. Let's see if we have any hope for the future of maintaining free speech. What else, Lucy?
1: Uh, it's so crazy. I mean, you get on Twitter and everything's blocked and I even tried to send Jared like a funny little meme the other day on Instagram and it sent me like this message like are you sure you want to share that? And I'm like, I'm just sending somebody a message. Like, how are you even aware that I'm sharing this, you know? But they're watching us. Everything's being tracked. Um, so we're gonna talk to Miriam. I'm really excited to talk to her. It's a it's a deep subject, you know, but I, I think we need to talk about it. It's important.
0: Yeah, I think it's real. I think it's something, you know, we we in the last kind of interlude, we spoke about Edward Snowden and like that, that dude revealed a bunch of stuff about our government and kind of tech companies and and tech in general and how um, you know, there's a lot of stuff going on under the surface out there. And I think it's one thing that, you know, Lucy and I, we run a digital marketing agency and we always advocate for people to, to practice privacy best practices and take care of their data. And some of this stuff really concerns us with people's data and, and basically unlimited access to it. And, um, you know, it's like the lines have now been blurred between what's your private life and what's not. And and then now we're kind of digging into free speech and what's free speech and what's not and what's an opinion and what's not and um, what's and satire say, and what's right? not. And Yeah, I mean, there's like great quotes out there that like every every spoken word is an opinion.
1: Right. Well, and another thing that's crazy. So we just had Sean Gold on our episode the last week. I don't know if you guys checked that out, Cannabis and Creativity. Um, But what we found out, he used to work with MySpace. And we found this old, iconic interview with him and Mark Zuckerberg back in 2006, before Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn were even a thing, you guys.
0: Zuckerberg's wearing like a Reptar shirt or something. He's like a
1: little kid. He's 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 the little kid you remember that just made Facebook, well, stole Facebook, you know, out of his friend's college dorm. And they were just talking about like, what even is Facebook? What does it mean to, you know, be online and communicating with your friends and they were just trying to convince people that this was a good idea. And now look at it. Look where we are now. It's crazy.
0: Yeah, I think at one part they asked them like, um, is this like sustainable or do you see this being a thing? And um, I think they all spoke about how like, oh, of course, you know, this is going to revolutionize our lives. But I think everybody that was there was more skeptical of like, this is a flash in the pan and Mm -hmm. this is going to come and go. And now, look, Lucy and I talked about it and social media dominates our life. Everybody wakes up. Everybody has social profiles. I mean, we're looking at TikToks like took the, took the, the world by storm and that's a social platform. Um, and so basically our lives are now ingrained in these um, social platforms, essentially.
1: They really for are. For good and for bad. I mean, what would you do? How would we communicate with people not on Facebook, not on Instagram? Like we'll have to go back to the olden age of, you know, sending letters and I mean, even emails, that's not even old school. So what do you do? That's just kind of our life now.
0: It is crazy. Yeah. And then there's all that those studies around, you know, your mental health and um, this like, you know, FOMO was all developed, in my opinion, from social media, the fear of missing out. Mm -hmm. And now we're seeing these documentaries come out about these influencers and that are broke. They're not even making no money. And You know, it's all just like it's all just like hype and these people are over there like wrecking their lives and not actually like pursuing a career or doing anything, uh, you know, meaningful with their life because they're stuck on social media all all day and they have this like false perception of like what they're going to get out of it. And Mm -hmm. I think we've lost touch with reality quite a bit and lost touch with our true nature. And maybe that is like sending a damn letter to somebody like who cares, You know, write a letter.
1: Well, you know, and that's what everybody, all these influencers, I mean, I am even guilty of it. You you try to post, you know, the best thing, like you looking the best way or the best product shot, and it always has to be the best. And what I'm finding a little bit more interesting now on Instagram are these people that are breaking that shield down. And like, you know, I follow this girl and she talks about like fat shaming and she'll post photos of herself like posing how a model would. And then two seconds later, post how she really looks like she's just a normal person. And it's just all this misconception that is just muddling our brain and our thoughts. And it does. It causes mental health issues because you start obsessing about this stupid shit that's not even real.
0: It's not real. Yeah. And I think there is a movement now to kind of wake people up to that. I know um, this big movement right now is like behind the scenes like BTS. And that's been helpful because I think people can see that like see these people's houses and like how they do stuff and realize that it's not all like, you know, tricks and glamour and cool stuff like these people are literally having to create this. And I think that's what's the coolest part about all this is like anybody can jump online and and kind of do something cool with their life. um, But then other people following it can't sit and stare at that and then, you know, be hard on themselves because they're not reaching that level of fame or notoriety or something because um, there's caveats and there's, you know, the grass isn't always greener on the other side.
1: Absolutely. And, you know, that brings us to today, Thanksgiving, right? You know, I've been reflecting on it these past couple of days. You know, this hasn't been easy. We're not allowed to be with our family and our friends. We normally do this big, fabulous Friendsgiving, and everybody comes over and we get to spend time with family, and none of that's happening this year. And that's tough. But, you know, it just helps us be thankful for what we really have. And honestly, you know, I say it all the time, like in yoga, uh, it's the presence. Like this is really the only moment that we have. So if we can work on just cultivating that presence and being here in this moment and being thankful for, you know, the house over our head, the food in our bellies, the great weed we're going to smoke today, the people we are with, that's what's important.
0: Yeah, it's the little things in life, the little the little victories you have, the little wins. Uh, I love my cats. You know, I woke up this morning and that's the first thing that I really see when I woke up because he was on my chest. Staring at me in, in my eyes, meowing. But that was very thankful for that. I'm like, this is gonna be a good day. Spend it with Lucy. Spend it with some weed. You know, we'd love to spend it with our family and spend it with the grandparents and um, siblings and everybody. But uh, you know, sometimes you have to make a sacrifice, and and we're all doing that. And then you have to look at the positives in life, which is the things you still have around you. So hopefully today, if you're listening, if you're still listening on Friday, Saturday, Sunday, if you're listening a year from now. Just like take a look at the positives in your life, write them down, be Be grateful. grateful. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) You owe me a joint.
1: You owe me a grateful comment. What are you grateful for?
0: Ooh, well, are we getting into this? Yeah. Ooh, well.
1: I think we're gonna talk about it.
0: Cool. Well, we're gonna talk about our gratefulness on the podcast. And one thing that I am really grateful for was actually a recent conversation we had with Mister Jim Belushi. And I'm very thankful for that conversation because I think that his vulnerability was tremendous. And everybody we've spoke to since just loved the episode. They thought it was very heartfelt. Um, They even thought it was great that somehow we're able to kind of crack the shell of Jim a little bit and get him to share some like really real stuff that uh, a lot of people would be kind of scared to talk about. And then we've since watched the uh, John Belushi documentary just called Belushi. And it was like flipping powerful. And just like Jim said, it was very moving for us. And, uh, you know, it's really hard for me to kind of like eloquate how how touching it really was. It was a really great story, uh, really tragic, uh, pretty sad, honestly. And I just, you know, you're going to have to go watch it yourself. It's on Showtime. Uh, go check it out yourself. And I'm just really thankful for Jim and the community and Judy for putting herself out there and Dan Aykroyd for taking a chance with Blues Brothers Brands and, and believing you could tell they're all really hurt inside and, and just want to help others not have to feel that same hurt and I think in the in the bigger picture there's a lot of that going on all around us and there's a lot of people that struggle with addictions maybe it's not heroin it's like jim said it's addiction could be in all different forms and i think people like that have to understand that there's other options out there there's you know non-pharmaceutical interventions there's uh you know there's cannabis and there's people in general that understand and have felt the same hurt and don't want you to feel that same hurt and so uh you know i think just opening that door to anybody and and everything that's, you know, had that experience. I think that's important right now, too. So reach out to your friends. Reach out to your family. If somebody struggling, you know, don't, you know, don't let them down, you know, be there for them, you know, and I mean,
1: don't wait, you know, don't say, you know, like, oh, I'll reach out to him next week. Like, if you ever have that thought and you want to just say something to somebody, just do it because you never know what tomorrow will bring.
0: Yeah. And, and just understand in general that people may be screaming inside. And, you know, don't shun those people. Those are the people that probably need you the most. Everybody's screaming, man. In some
1: way, shape or form.
0: Yeah. And then if you're a a politician, if you're a leader out there, if you're something out there and like you still have something against cannabis, like you need to really look at yourself in the mirror and ask, what do I have against cannabis and what's cannabis done to me? And really kind of look at it from a different light. And I think there's a lot of municipalities that are looking at it from like a, a financial standpoint of like. This is something that can provide some sustainability during a tumultuous economy and the real aspect though is the health and that when everybody's out here struggling um i think having cannabis is something that can really kind of uh, can ground you and and hold you firm and, and help you get through tough times and that's another thing i'm grateful for is cannabis just for that helping me relieve stress and and stay focused and uh, not have to turn to a pharmaceutical, not have to turn to something else that's going to destroy my life like alcohol may or, or just any other of the other crazy vices that people may, you know, use. Uh, cannabis is something that you know, can hold you steady and, and then you, know, you don't have to feel bad doing it. It should be legal for everybody to have access to.
1: Absolutely. And that's exactly what I've been thinking about when I was thinking about, you know, what episode I'm grateful for. And it really goes back to the plant medicine. Like this plant is offering so many benefits to us in our lives. And it's so amazing to learn from all these different guests about one way in which cannabis is helping them. And it's all different. Everybody has said something different. All 104 episodes. Everybody has a different use for the plant medicine. And for me, I think my grateful, you know, gratitude post is for Edward Weidenfeld. It was episode one ninety two. And, you know, he has Parkinson's disease and he worked with the Reagan administration and was advisors to five different presidents. And he lived such an interesting life. And it's such a shame now that, you know, he could barely communicate what he wants to say. And, you know, he just has so many thoughts in his mind that he can tell us and share with us but it's through his plant medicine that he's able to you know move forward he's still able to speak and he runs a great successful district cannabis business in DC and Maryland and it's because of that plant medicine that he's able to do that and you know the other night uh, Tuesday night I was just like feeling down and out it was a stressful day at work and you know we're getting ready for the holiday and I just like went to my mat and tried and did the things that I know that would heal me through meditation. And we took an edible and I was just really able to like break down some of that energy in my body and just be present in the moment and feel and just feel better. You know what I mean? Cannabis just offers so much for us whatever you use it for. Maybe it's creativity. Maybe it's productivity. Maybe it's, you know, to chill out at night. There's so many different uses for this plant medicine. And I think that's just what we want to show, you know, our listeners that there are all the all these options. And I think, you know, this season in particular, we're really starting to get to the essence of what cannabis plant medicine really is.
0: I do. Yeah. And I think that's why I love that we've pivoted. I think that people are starting to open up to us and we're kind of like forcing people to open up of like, tell us your story. Yeah. You know, let's like break this damn stigma. There shouldn't be a stigma to it. And I think it 2020 has taught us all that. that like, we're going to really have to look at a lot of the different things that we do in this life and, and the views we have differently, like way differently. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, cannabis, first and foremost, should not be illegal.
1: Right. And people shouldn't be in prison for it either.
0: Yeah, exactly. And, you know, we're starting to to rack up a list of episodes and we're over 100 now. So there's over 100 reasons just that we have that cannabis should be legal. Yeah. And uh, like Lucy said, you know, people shouldn't be in jail. That's first and foremost. There's people sitting in jail right now that can't be with their family regardless because of cannabis. And that shouldn't even be a thing right. at all. Absolutely. And so I think we really got to put some pressure on these last little stronghold states left uh, to crack them and like open it up for everybody and then go change the laws and decriminalize it and and take a look at some of the stuff we've been doing with cannabis and get hemp manufacturing back here in the united states and stop outsourcing it to china and get that manufacturing hub built and get the you know the production machinery back in the states and ramp up you know hemp production and we'll get cbd out to people and have cbd just like a non-psychoactive medicine that people can use and your grandma could be taking cbd with no side effects and Let's get it going. Let's do it, guys. Yeah. The sky's the limit at I'm this point. Down. Let's yeah. do it. hundred reasons why. There's probably like a million more. So
1: uh, I love it. A hundred reasons why we're grateful today. We're so grateful for all of our listeners and our guests and everybody who's been on the show and everybody who continues to support us and follow us and subscribe to us. We just appreciate you guys all from the bottom of our hearts.
0: We really do. Yeah. We wouldn't be here without you guys and without the support of our family and friends and our, our local network and And everybody who's been on our show, I mean, we would not be doing it without you guys. So truly give yourself a pat on the back. uh, Feel the gratitude that we have for you. uh, And we're going to keep cranking it. We're going to keep doing this because there's more people out there that need the message. There's more people out there that need the stigma to be broken. So we're not going to stop.
1: We're not stopping. And we have some great guests lined up for you for the rest of the year, all the way into 2021. Like we're rocking and rolling and ready to are.
0: (laughs) I don't want to get too far ahead, but like we may be talking about cannabis in space
1: Ooh, <laughs> i can't wait
0: like dream come true so Take lots there. of cool stuff stay tuned stay lit
1: yeah smoke a J today eat an edible do what you can enjoy the day and yeah just have a great thanksgiving
0: for sure we will catch you all next week
1: all right you guys with that i'm lit
0: i'm lucid and that's it laters